Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning and thank you for joining us today for Live Dharma Sunday. Please note that if you have called in to listen to today's broadcast, then all lines have been placed on mute to avoid background interference. If you're listening from any of our Bright Dawn sites, note that it is not necessary to call in. You may have to wait a second or two for the loading and buffering process to complete, but if there is still no audio, please refresh your page. For more information about Bright Dawn and its activities and links to our social media sites, please visit brightdawn.org. Once again, thank you for listening to Live Dharma Sunday, and enjoy the talk. Welcome, everyone, to Live Dharma Sunday for May 23rd, 2021. Koyo Kobose here. So very, very glad you joined us. This morning, I'd like to start off with, uh, it's a famous uh, story in the Buddhist literature. Isa, who was a, a famous monk, uh, well, I don't know. I better, I better look up when he lived uh, uh, in Japan uh, some time ago. But there's a lot of quotes about him. And one quote is, um, uh, when his baby infant daughter died, he uh, composed a poem that's when something like the translation went something like the world of do is the world of do and yet and yet now uh, the world of do means the basic teaching in Buddhism about impermanence constant change Um, because the morning dew, the grass is wet. As the day begins, sun comes up, the dew disappears, dries up. There's a lot of teaching right there. Uh, Reality is something dynamic not status. It's always 
flowing, always changing, always unfolding. And as a Buddhist monk, Isa knows this major teaching. The world of do is the world of do. But that is a teaching in the sense of, well, something uh, objective, a statement, a teaching, uh, something that can be talked about. It's a concept. It's a then something conceptual. It's a statement. But when it occurs and impacts one's own life, he says, young baby died. And he looked at the teachings for help and says, yeah, the world of do is the world of do. But he's a human being. This is real life. This is what we could call reality, spelled with a capital R. <laughs> yeah. Reality with a little r is, we're talking about it. Reality with a capital R is, we experience it. It has real impact, experiential impact. So this is what's and yet, and yet. It's real. It's happening to me. Okay. Uh, Sometimes my father used to talk about a teaching of accept slash transcend. Now he used a, he used that uh, slash between the two words to mean that they're 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 parts of one single reality. It's not the fact that first you something bad happens. Okay, how you deal with it? Well, you have to accept it. But it's not the fact that first you accept something. And then you go about finding out how to transcend it and deal with it. The implications of, well, he as my father would say, the acceptance is transcendence. That's what that slash means. It's two sides of the same coin. It's one thing. When you talk about your hand, sometimes you talk about the back of your hand or the palm of your hand. But you know, you only have it, it, there's only one hand. Okay. Now, when, when we, so when we say accept slash transcend, the implication is that uh, acceptance. This is a key concept in Buddhism, a teaching. It's not acceptance in the sense of, well, you can't help it. This is this is what happened. You, know, you got to take it in a sense of defeatism or or negativity. Ah, uh, you know, this bad thing happening. Man, it's bad, but it happened. What am I going to do? I lost my job. Uh, spouse died. Uh, you know. uh, the spiritual acceptance is something positive, actually. Powerful. Empowerment. 
In Japanese, there is a word called shigataganai. Uh, as children, we often heard our parents or adults, they talk about shigataganai when they're talking about reality dealt them a blow or something happened in society or, you know, in the community, uh, bad news, unfortunate things happen. Well, she got the gun eye. Can't help. Usually it's translated, can't help it. Okay. Sort of in there is the feeling of, well, you got to take it. And this is what happened. And as youngsters, when we heard, overheard adults talk like this, and when, as youngsters, we thought of the Japanese word of shigataganai, we, we considered it a, neg- a negative term, a passive term, acceptance in, uh, a de- not as a empowerment, <laughs> not as a positive term. We didn't understand. Acceptance, spiritual acceptance, means we really accept it. Really accept means, well, uh, when we really see what happened, contained in that is, well, what are we going to do now? Is Well, there it is. How are we going to deal with it? What can be done? Well, let's see. You, we never get to that point if it's not empowerment, spiritual acceptance. Because the other kind of acceptance, the defeated kind of acceptance is, oh, woe is me. And we wallow and we're attached to, we're stuck in the negativity of the situation. But Shigataganai contains in it, this is it. Well, hmm, given this, what can be done? It it is an empowerment. And this is a, a teaching that has to, has to be lived to really know what it is. And I'm using all of this as a, in a way as a preference to deliver a personal teaching this morning. My wife, Adrian died a few days ago and I've been struggling and dealing with this. And it's difficult. A life partner, uh, 55 years of marriage. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? 55 years. Wow. And there's a reality there that that comes and goes, so to speak. Uh, sometimes I'm thinking about it, but sometimes it just takes me over. It takes, you know, the reality of it. Uh, and it helps to talk about it. It helps right now to talk about it. 
because it gives me takkan. You know, when she was sick, she had cancer, and uh, it uh, lost, you know, she had a health problem because when she was 50 years old, she had breast cancer. Uh, it, it wasn't too bad. It, uh, they they did a lapectomy. They didn't have to remove her breast or anything. They, she didn't take chemo, just the radiation. And uh, uh, people that get uh, breast cancer, I'm told, the cancer will come back. Huh? A lot of times within a few years. She was fortunate that uh, it didn't come back for 20, I don't know, more than 20 years. But it did come back in her lungs, and it spread into her uh, vertebrae spine, and she lost the use of her legs, so she was bedridden for several months before she passed as the, as the cancer. If it's in the spine, it means eventually it goes right up to the brain. Okay. And she loses her ability, cognitive ability, uh, and then eventually a coma and so forth. Uh, but during this time, uh, I was very fortunate we were able to talk together okay, until near the end, of course. Uh, and the teachings really helped her a lot. And she, and at one time in our dealing with this, she talked about takkan. She said, "Could you write that down on a sign and put it up on the wall? You know, so I could see it from my bed." I did, you know, takkan, which means my father used that Japanese term in one of his essays. It means wide perspective, wide in the sense of philosophical perspective. Uh, our problems are magnified when, we're, when they're right in front of us and we are experiencing the duality of good and bad and this right and wrong and fair and unfair. And uh, Can we step back? Can we see things from a wider perspective of the teachings? Uh, uh, back and see the wider perspective of things. Uh, that's wisdom. <laughs> or someone, one person once talked about it that knew what they were talking about. When we were talking, she was a Japanese lady. We were talking about Takan. We first started talking about it. She goes, yeah, Takan is the gateway to Satori. Um, Takan. And I wrote it, put it up on the, on the board. Um, well, she got the Ganai. In the narrow sense is, oh, gee, this bad thing happened, huh? But the takkan of it is, well, if you truly accept something, okay, right in there is, well, 
What, what are we going to do now? What? That's a very empowering statement. Okay. So partial acceptance is not takan. Okay. If you say, well, complete spiritual acceptance. This is a very helpful spiritual tool or very key, key teaching in Buddhism. Okay. We could call it two kinds of acceptance. The dualistic one and the one that's acceptance with maybe with spelled with a capital A or you could call it spiritual acceptance, whatever the term preferred term might be. But I remember Adrian talking about this. She knew about that she she got the Ganai meant empowerment. And it was a positive teaching. Uh, and I hear her telling me this. Okay. Well, this is part of life. This is life. It's reality spelled with a capital R, etc. cetera. Uh, what can I do about it? What can be done? Okay. I think this is similar to parents that say they lost a child or even if it's an adult child and the parents are devastated, but they might form a, a, a GoFundMe or something with, oh, this person, she died of this disease. Let's put some money, you know, start some kind of project or something that will generate funds for research in this. Huh? Oh, well, what? Here's what happened, okay? Not get caught and trapped in the woe is me, you know. They say, well, complete acceptance, and what can we do about it? And we move forward. That's all for today's broadcast. Till next time, hey, hey, keep going. And you have a beautiful Day. Thank you.